It's Tracy Britton. Welcome back to another episode of Your Success DNA. Do the necessary actions. That little oomph, that little positive boost that's going to get you to where you want to go. Uh, wait, it's Tuesday. Why are you listening to me on Tuesday? Well, because it's, you know, it's one of those New Year's things. You know, I like every once in a while popping in to all my free folks, giving them a whole week's worth of stuff so they can kind of see what the premium members are getting inside of your success at last. And so here we are on Tuesday sharing with you. It's page 13 of the next 365 book, page book you're going through. How's it going? Going good? How's your week? Yeah? Going right? I mean, it's Tuesday, Monday. The Monday humdrums are over. You're starting to get back into the groove after the holidays, right? Yeah, it's feeling good. Things maybe a little slower. You can kind of take a breath. You have crazy holidays. Yeah, yeah, I know I did. Oh my goodness, it was crazy. So anyway, um, uh, today's question on Tuesdays, we ask a question every day. Something that make you think. Things that make you go, hmm. All right. And on Tuesday, we ask, how are you using your talents? We all have them. We've got a boatload of talents. We don't always know what they are. And if you don't know what they are, sit down and think about it for a second. Yeah, and if that doesn't work for you, really, ask a good friend. You know, ask a spouse, ask a, uh, one of your siblings, ask your child. Hey, what is it do you think I'm really good at? Because here's what's really strange. If you if you're one of those modest folks, you're probably really good at something and don't even know it. It's something people come to you for. And you're like, eh, it's easy to me. And that's just it. It's easy to you. Okay? For some folks, it's playing a guitar. It's doing math. It's building a house. It's teaching. Whatever it is, how are you using your talents? Hmm? Think about that. How are you using your talents? And how could you be using your talents to reach the goals and dreams that you desire as you have? I mean, uh, do you value your talents? Yeah, we're going to talk about values today. Is there something holding you back from using those talents? Are you afraid? Something's just holding you back? Something at your core? You see, I want to talk to you today about talents. And, and, and you know, I, I know I, I talk a lot about talents. And here's the gist of it. If you live your core talents yeah, at your core, if you live them, you're going to see this life of harmony that you just, you're not going to be able to fathom. It's going to be unlike any other. It is, and not just of harmony, but life of harmony and a life of purpose. I mean, it's it, you'll you'll get both when you align what you're doing with who you are. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait! I have another one. I have another one. Wait, wait. Here, do you want a bonus? You do you? Yeah. Come on, say it. Say yeah, Tracy. I want a bonus. Do you want a bonus of what being aligned with your core values is going to give you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you do this, you're going to have less stress. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I said it. Wait, 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 but wait, though. I didn't say no stress. No, 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 no. I said less stress. And on top of that, when you're dealing with the stress that you do have, you're going to be so aligned with who you are inside. You're going to have this, I call it an inner calm, this inner strength to really take on whatever it is that is stressing you out with far more composure and confidence. Huh. Right? Who doesn't want that? Come on, this is awesome, right? So you see, when you're you're stressed really a lot more, and almost all the time, when you're not living your core values, you're not being who you are. Life's just so much more difficult to deal with because you're you're just battling with not just the the things that are stressing you, but you're battling with with yourself. And I don't know about anybody else, but I am a tough person to fight with. Especially for myself. 
because I know what I'm going to say. And then I can argue with myself. And I never seem to win. Anyway, I get off tip. Let me come back, all right? Okay. So here's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah, I, I, get, I get it, Tracy. But what are my core values? Well, obviously, so many of you out there, I can't say, well, you're this and you're this and you're this and you're that and you're that and you're that. And even if I know you really well, I'm probably still going to miss some things. But they are, your core values are unerringly who you are. Period. End of story. No encore is necessary. Close down the stage. Turn off the lights. The curtains go down. Everybody out of the house. Now, I say this with all sincerity, all joking aside. Your core values are who you are inside. They are what guide you every single day in every action you take, every step you make, and every promise you break. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not all roses and lollipops here, right? We are positive, but we're realistically op optimistic, right? I mean, and you got to deal with it. I know. I, I, I'm not for everybody. I'm not all woo-woo and happy-go-lucky all the time. Well, I am. But there's that, that lining of, hey, here's the real thing. Here's the real thing. And the real thing is sometimes your values make you break promises, okay? So here, here, here's, a, here's a great analogy for you. If, if you imagine you had a computer inside you, oh, say, I don't know, like the biological brain you might have, your biological computer, right, that lives inside your brain, right? Inside there is your own, let's call it your internal GPS. And that GPS's true north is set by, yep, your core values. Your core values, believe it or not, are making decisions on you on your behalf. Why? Because you authorized them to. Yeah? You installed them into the computer and you said, this is what I believe. And they start helping you move along. And, and with all this, so with all that said, it's probably a really good thing to review your values every once in a while because you're giving them a lot of power, right? Yeah, just nod your head, right? Of course it is. Okay. So you need to know what, you probably want to know what those values are because, I mean, you've empowered them. See, people who know their values live, oh, quite pleased and satisfied. They live with a world that uh, they, they feel like they're in sync with it, right? They know where they're going and they know what they're going to do to get there. And let's be honest, you may know someone that has that, that synchronicity, right? You may not. You may not agree with their lifestyle or how they're doing things. You're going to look at them and say, well, I don't know why they're doing it that way. But you see that they're content and they're balanced and they're aligned. You're like, I mean, I agree with it, but damn, <laughs> right? So, and here's another thing. There's so many of you listening out there. You may even be one of those people. I know a few of you do listen to me. So here's a reality check for you. Knowing your values, especially your core values, does not make your world... Um, perfect. It doesn't. Yeah? That's the reality. Like I said, no roses and lollipops all the time here. So I don't want you to email me or call me or leave me a comment on blog that says, Hey Tracy, I listed all my core values and I know what they are and I tried living them and my life is still not perfect. What's up with that? Okay, here's a perspective. Aligning with your core values doesn't make the world perfect. But it does make your world is about as perfect as it can be. And when I say your world, I'm really talking about that world, you know, between your ears, behind your eyes, right? Inside your head, right? Your perception of your reality is your world. And the world would be far more perfect than if you're bucking the tiger and fighting against the very beliefs that you hold dear. Yeah? You with me on this? 
this Niger here. I'll help you with the top ones, right? So it's zigzag degrees to say. Now, before I go any further, let's open the book completely, right? Just lay all our cards on the table and reveal what your current actual values are versus the values you're probably striving for, those values of tomorrow. First off, you're going to need to know, one, what you actually believe and live today. And then, uh, you know, I, I try to give my listeners things that, uh, here, here you go. The questions I ask, all my premium, of course you hear them on Mondays, and this week you'll hear them all week. But on Mondays, I ask the question, but all week long, I try to ask those questions that get people to think. And inspire them and then share the whys and that's one of the reasons why I do it so that they'll have this knowledge inside there so that they know what's going on before they can choose what they want to believe and align with tomorrow does that make sense kind of babbled on there but all the questions I ask are trying to get them to think to look inside understand their values and where they want to go so they can choose what they want to believe and head to where they want to go and be all aligned on the road it's like a road map knowing where you are and knowing where you want to go, really easy to do, right? You just start mapping it out. If you don't know where you are, it does no good to say, I need to turn left, I need to turn right. You might end up in Timbuktu. Now, I'm not saying anything bad about Timbuktu. I'm, I've never been there. Anyway, so one of the easiest ways, um, you know, how do I know my values? One of the easiest ways to know your values is to kind of, uh, you know, really look at the actions you've taken recently. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course it does. Because, like I said earlier, your values are making decisions for you. They're, so thus, they're really, they're guiding your actions. And your actions reflect your values. Right? If your values are helping push your decisions, your decisions are guiding your actions, then your actions reflect your values. Hmm? Do you come home and flop down on the couch and spend the whole night watching TV or playing video games, all the while sitting there talking to somebody about, how you're going to start a business, or how you want to learn to play the guitar, or how you want to learn to play the drums. Well, your values for starting that business or learning that instrument aren't, aren't really your core values. And I'm just saying, I'm not judging. Right? I like flopping down in front of the TV and playing a video game myself now and again. However, your actions and thus your life results are a direct reflection of your current actual values. The actual values that you are living today. So, if you take a look around and you're not quite happy with uh, I don't know, some of the situations you're finding yourself in, financial situations, I don't know, uh, relationship situations, business situations, work situations, family relationship situations, it's all because your actions have gotten you to the place that you are and you're living the results of the actual values that guided you to this place. Right Now, I understand there are outside influences. But you can't control those. The only thing you can control is you. So this may be the reason why you, you come around here and, and listen to Tracy Babylon for 15, 20 minutes, right? Is you, you're looking to make a change. Um, perhaps back to that resolution we were talking about yesterday. So look, here's the thing. And I, I say this, and I believe this. And those of you out there, Robbie, Nikki, Timmy, Lisa, you know I'm I, I'm one of those look accept it kind of guys. You are who you are, and what you have done has gotten you where you are, good or bad. But at the same time, it also means that you can choose who you want to be, who you will be, and where you will go. You no, know, really, you can. Why? 
well, here. Oh, sorry, bumped the microphone. <laughs> no, because, oh, how do I say this? Um, let me try and paint a picture for you. Values are like a flowing river. If you look at the river, um, if you look at the map of a river from I don't know, decades or a century ago, when in here in the United States when it was first born, they mapped it out. It changes over time through the wearing of the land, the encroachment of people, and building cities. All these could be, I don't know, life experiences maybe. Hmm? If you think about it, if we use this analogy, and it would have changed the value and the direction of that river's flow. Values like the, the river, they're dynamic and can flow in with the same strengths of that river, right? And you can be the hand that guides them around the next bend, right? Through the valley, over the woods, and grandma's house we go, and anyway, sorry, uh, through the next bend and, and to where you want them to go. Or, hmm, alternately, you can sit there and let life uh, alter your flow, let society alter your flow, the people around you alter your flow, and pull you away from your values. Mm? Either way, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to flow. And um, by the way, don't just stand there on the banks because if you're standing still, you're moving backwards. You really are because it's flowing past you. And don't stand in the middle of the river because it's just going to drown you. So anyway, I've beat that analogy up enough. So what I want you to do, the key here to not um, standing on the shore or to not drowning is to positively alter the flow of that mighty river, right? To find your nature in the nature of your core values and then know where you want to go. Remember, if you don't know what your life's goal is, then that's your first goal. Right? I, I tell you this all the time. I mentioned it just yesterday. I think I've repeated it almost once a week. If you don't know what your current life's goal is, that's your goal. That's your goal. There it is, right there. Now, what would your nature at the point of completing the goal? So, if you know what your nature is today, here's the kind of person you are today, and then you have this life's goal. And again, finding your goal is your first goal. Once you reach that goal, what would your nature be at that point? What kind of person would you be at that point? So now you know where you are. Yeah your nature today and you know where you want to be the nature of the person that would complete that goal knowing that you can be begin to build that that transitional canal if we continue on the flowing river analogy shifting your core values today to where you desire them to be tomorrow now okay all right I, I know I know I know I get it Tracy it's all good right I don't know how to build a canal dude I can't even hammer a nail Heck, I can't even swim. So here, this is why you come. This is why you come listen to me for a few minutes a day, right? Is I want to give you a couple of ways. I'm going to give you two ways. One is the mirror method. The other is the experience method. And I'm going to give you a third. This is a bonus, right? So, so the mirror method really it's going to be so simple. You're going to go, duh! I could have told you that, right? Well, here's the question: Have you done it? Oh, I haven't told you what it is yet. Okay. So the mirror method is really simple. Find someone that has the values that you want to have to reach your dreams and desires. And yeah, there you go. You guessed it. I know you're saying it already. I know, Tracy. Mirror them. Yeah. Now, the person could be, I don't know, a parent, a mentor, someone you respect, someone you admire, a leader in your industry, a preacher. Heck, it could be a comic book character or a stranger that you have seen living the life that you want. Look at their life. Figure out how they're living it. And mirror them by adopting their values, right? Do they value their family? 
Do they value their business? Do they value time management? Huh? Do they value their children? I don't know. Whatever it is, mirror it. Hmm? Now, the other one, this one, the experience method, is, is a bit more personal in its tactic. And I, I, I'm going to say I created it, and I know I didn't create it myself, right? I'm going to create this. Um, I created it for myself, and over time, I've learned that it was out there, and other people were doing it. So I'm not going to say, hey, I created it. It's not like I built the card. Um, but again, it was prompted from the reading of the book called The Tao of Jikondo by Bruce Lee. And in the section, there was a quote in there, and this quote is almost burned invariably into my mind. And it is, quote, adapt what is useful, reject what is useless, and add what is specifically your own. Unquote. See, this is, in essence, the experience method. What I want you to do is go back and review your life, the good, the bad, the ugly, the exquisite, and determine what values over the course of your life have served you well. And keep them. Know what they are, right? And hold on to them. Hold them dear at your core. And then what values have hindered you time and again? Hmm? Those are the ones you want to dump, you want to reject, right? Keep what is useful. Reject what is useless. And then what you want to do then is hold on what's specifically yours. What is unique to you? What is who you are? Regardless of what the world is telling you, what your mom is telling you, your dad's telling you, your boyfriend is telling you, what is it you believe against all odds? Hold on to that. It's going to serve you well. And if it has, especially if it has already served you well, right? This is being who you are. And I come back to those that know me. No, I just, I am who I am. My best friend, same thing. He is who he is. And the two of us made a pair because we had values that we held on to because of that. Now I want you to do, here's, here's technique three. Combine the two. This is my personal purpose. This is one I use all the time. And I actually do it periodically. Is there? I use the experience method to periodically review my values. To make sure I'm not developing any new ones that are really kind of trashing the life I want. And then I use the mirror method. Finding those people I admire, you know, the Brian Tracy's, the Anthony Robbins, the Zig Ziglar's, the Jim Rohn's of the world, and mirroring some of their empowering beliefs. That way I can I can use their empowering beliefs without having to go through all the trials and tribulations they had to go through to get them. Huh? I get to jump right to the front of the line. That's awesome, right? All right, so there you go. There's three ways. So here's a little exercise to really kind of get you kicked off. Sit down. Write a list of your values. That's pretty easy, right? Just list everything you can think of. I am honest. I am punctual. I am frugal. I am passionate. I am loving. I am this. I am that. I'm, this, I'm good looking. Whatever it is you want to write down, write it down. And if you're really kind of drawing a blank at, at the beginning or, you know, 10 items in, uh, you could Google list of values, right? And you'll get, you know, there's all kinds of them. There's lists out there. And you can kind of read through them and write down the ones that really resonate with you. Now, now that you have your list... I want you to go back through and circle 10 or 15 of them. 10 or 15 of the values that really sing to you, that really reach out and grab you by the throat, right? Say, oh, yeah, this is who I am. The ones that you are, that look at you and say, yeah, you are this. And they kind of scream at you from the page in all caps. Now, take that list of 12 and go back through and circle the ones that are without a doubt the most non-negotiable, never going to change no matter if they even pull your eyebrows out one by one. Okay, I'm getting a little carried away, but these are the core values of who you are, my friend, at the essence. These are the ones that you like, you dad, never mess with my family, right? Do not mess with my family. 
you can cut my toes off, but don't mess with my family. That, for me, that's one of my core values. Yeah. So these kind of core values kind of establish your your nature, your honor, your forthrightness, right? Who you are. And then when you know those, you can match them up with your life's goal, your major definite purpose, whichever you want to call it. And then they can in fact inspire you to uh, I don't know bring this new quality of life because if you're aligned with your goals if your uh, values are aligned with your goals things start to gel you get more inspiration you get this better quality of life and like I mentioned earlier you get this strength and serenity to deal with some of these stresses that are just gonna happen right and it's time to go with it so take time to go through this I'm serious it, it I'm gonna I'm gonna make this huge statement it can change your life. And man, I am running so far over time, but I couldn't cut this down. Now, I tried. I tried writing it and trimming it, but I'm just dumping it out here for you, right? And just a point of reference. This is not all scripted out. This is just a couple of bullet points, and I'm babbling. Ha <laughs> ha. How about that? So do this, right? Because I want you to do this because I want you to be ready for tomorrow's show. I'm kind of building things together. I mean, we talked about the goal setting. Does it work? Is there, you know, the New Year's resolutions work? Tomorrow's show, we're going to go. We're going to go through. I'm going to call it soul setting. All right, it's kind of like goal setting from the heart. Goal setting from the soul. Soul setting, you might say, right? Because, like I say time and again, you need to know what you want in life. What's going to make, what is it you're going to need, you're going to want to accomplish that makes your soul sing, your heart ring, right? I, mean, I, I tested a little bit on it yesterday, and I'm building on it with the, the values. I'm going to kind of start piecing this all together tomorrow. So we're going to take your values and we're going to line them up with your goals so that you're working in harmony all together. And I know it sounds silly, but to have the value of peace and serenity, but it sounds kind of cool, right? I mean, you have that value of peace and serenity? Not everyone likes values of peace and serenity. Some people like excitement and they have, you know, they're like little energizer bunnies and they're just go, 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 go. But here, think about it for a second. What if you have that value of peace and serenity, but you also have a goal of living in downtown Los Angeles? Hmm? I don't know if you've ever seen downtown Los Angeles, but it's crazy busy down there. Right, so I'm not saying it's impossible to have peace and serenity and living in downtown Los Angeles, but that alignment could prove to be a bit of a challenge. Yeah, okay. So what I'm trying to do is get your uh, your values aligned up with your goals and your goals lined up with your values so that as you start striding out over the course of 2014, you are ready to rock it. So we're going to make sure your values and goals are aligned. And let's be honest, it'll never happen if you just flop down on the couch and flick on that TV. Make sense? All right. I've gone way over time. I'm sorry. Probably going to do that all week this week kind of happens when we're inside the premium area I get good ideas I write down the bullet points and I just start sharing in the hopes that I can inspire you so yesterday the values work or the resolutions work today we're going to talk we talked about the values tomorrow we're going to do a little soul setting hope I see you there until then think successfully take action bye bye